to Speak Sex. I am your host, Eve Eurydice. I am your sex whisperer here in the podcast universe. And today I have uh, a guest uh, from LA, Victor Torrente. Uh, he works with Post- Boston Scientific and he's going to tell us all about uh, penile enhancements and hacks for men who want to improve your, their, <laughs> their, your, if you're the listener, uh, men who want to improve their uh, sexual abilities, functionalities, uh, and, um, and, and especially confidences. So uh, this is a, yeah, I feel that this is a problem that's more and more widespread, but still kind of kept under discussed. Um, some people say it's because of our lifestyle, we're so busy, we don't rest, we don't sleep enough, you know, we're always like go, 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 and then like our sex life or our dating life has become part of our performance uh, life, um, so we, we find it difficult to switch from one modality to another. Uh, right now in uh, lockdown, we definitely have seen that we can all switch to the other modality, which is like more feminine and slow and restful and loving, which is really the ideal modality for sex. But in our non-quarantine life, you know, when we like go, go, go so fast to be productive um, in, in this 21st century lifestyle that we live, um, it's hard for people, especially for men, to switch out of that. And I think that that's one of the reasons, the most common reason nowadays, that more guys have a harder time with ED, which is erectile dysfunction, with staying hard, with uh, staying hard long enough to please their partner, um, and long enough to please their standards, right? So we've also become perfectionists, and men have also learned recently, like literally since the 60s or 70s, that they are better lovers if they please their female partners and make them come. <laughs> so that, that I think that that is like a factor, right, in, in wanting to sustain it before it was just an issue of like, you know, the guy comes and the sex is over, I think. <laughs> yes, um, of course. <laughs> right. So, but anyway, you know, I think also some of it is um, physical, uh, I don't know, you know, again, diet, lifestyle, who knows, but, you know, definitely with the passage, passage of time and age, you know, men find that their testosterone levels get lower, um, their sexual stamina seems to not be what it used to be. So the irony of all of this is that when you're young and you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> you know, the machinery, like, performs at its best, and then when you reach an age when you finally figure out who you are, what your you know, preferences are, what your sex tastes are, you know, how you like your partner to be, then the machinery kind of like, you know, leaves the room when you want it to, you know, show up for you. <laughs> Early on, people used to say that uh, Viagra might not be healthy or, you know, mm-hmm. have side effects, but actually studies have shown recently that it's good for your cardiovascular health and it has other benefits, right? So, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so um, when Viagra came out in the late 90s, Yuri, what it did is it kind of opened the door for people to talk more about 
um, erectile dysfunction, especially men. Um, you know, when these pills first came out before that, the treatments were a little bit more invasive. You had to either do an injection into your penis, maybe put a little vacuum over it, like Austin Powers. If you guys remember the Austin Power movies, put a vacuum over it, or you can do a penile implant. But once the pill came out, anybody that had just a little bit of erectile dysfunction or a lot of it, they weren't so hesitant to try a treatment because all they had to do was take a pill. So, yeah, but so, and, like, and the other thing with, I think, with uh, Viagra and more recently Cialis is that, you know, the gay community who are always, like, at the forefront of all this, like, sexual liberation uh, mm-hmm. work, you know, to embrace it, even though they didn't have dysfunction, is, like, mm-hmm. cle- is solely a sexual enhancement. So, right. you know, people would have, like, uh, Viagra or Viagra and ecstasy, you know, and... and you know, enhance the sexual pleasure. So then what that did, because they, you know, because it was done in such uh, frequency in great numbers in the gay community, is that it kind of slightly separated in, in, the, in our consciousness from dysfunction, right? So it, it didn't really mean necessarily that you couldn't. It could simply mean that you wanted it better, you know, that you yes. wanted to, like, heighten the experience. So that was also helpful psychologically for guys, you know, because unfortunately, like, for, for, for reasons that are uh, primitive and procreative, 100% <laughs> procreative and primitive, mm-hmm. you know, like a man's manhood in, is so connected to, like, his... Uh, uh, priapic, you know, his 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 uh, phallic uh, achievements, let's say, you know, whether it's like the size of the penis, which is ridiculous, but has survived through like hundreds of years, you know, or like the length of the hard-on or the virility, whatever you call it, you know, uh, these ideas and assumptions that are really primitive <laughs> and, right. and should have no place in our, you know, digital lifestyle, <laughs> in our online existence these days, have survived, you know. So men think this is like part of my value as a man. Oh, no, you know, I've been emasculated. So first of all, we should do away with all that thinking because it's so outdated, it doesn't really fit this day and age, right? When, you know, babies can come out of uh, sperm banks and, and you know, uh, petri dishes and whatever. <laughs> so, right. um, but yeah, Viagra definitely did a lot to separate the idea of dysfunction from the idea of just having better sex. So, and exactly, I think that, yes. yeah. And as you mentioned, as guys get older... The, the erections aren't as our erections aren't as rigid as they used to be. So many people who have maybe a semblance of erectile dysfunction, many guys will take Viagra just to have a hard enhanced erection in the morning, at night, and you know a couple hours before they meet with their wife or girlfriend or partner because they feel, hey, I'm I don't really have quote unquote erectile dysfunction, but I want to be able to get it up harder and faster than I used to when I was 18 and 25, like you mentioned. Yeah, and what's the word on the street? Like, do you, do you get addicted a little? Because I have heard that people, like, that once you go there, you don't want to go back, that, like, it feels so much better that then, you know... Right, it's more, they say, it's more habit-forming than addictive, you know. You right, habit-forming. still get your erection yeah. if, if, you, if, you, if, if, I guess, if a guy runs out of his prescription, you know, if he doesn't have it, hey, he can still have sex, and but he'll be thinking in the back of his mind, maybe, hey, this could have lasted longer or my erection could have been not necessarily so much harder, but what they call the refractory period, be, be, 
which means the time between erections, which means, hey, I can have sex at night at 10 o'clock and then I can have sex again at 11 o'clock instead of, you know, waiting till the morning because I can't get that rigid erection right after having sex the first time. Yeah, like, so, yeah, like you're doing your 20s when it's Right, exactly, pops exactly. Up. <laughs> funny thing you mentioned earlier about guys, you know, being so connected to an erection. Um, in, my, in my line of work where I sell the penile implants, you know, these gentlemen have already done the erections. Some of these patients, you know, as early, as late as the early 90s, but most of their patients are in their, in their 60s and 70s that get these implants, sometimes even if they're diabetic, maybe 40s. But what some of these guys have is they just want to be able to get an erection because they haven't had one in four or five years. Viagra stopped working and the injections didn't work. And they just want to be able to get an erection and feel like a man. Some of these men don't even have a wife or a lover They just want to either masturbate or just feel like they have an erection because, yeah, that's somehow primordially tied with men that if they don't have an erection, they don't feel complete as a man. Much akin to like a woman who maybe would get a mastectomy and she wants to have her breast back and her husband's like, no, darling, I love you the way you are. She's like, I don't care. I feel more like a woman when I get my breast back after, you know, breast cancer or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's it's in, a, in a way it ties like that. Men don't feel complete. Unless yeah. they have, you know, an, an erection. Yeah. Most men, you know, there's, yeah. there's always exceptions. Yeah. And you know, that makes sense. I mean, that makes sense from the point of view of how long we've been that way, you know. So, like, if you think that, you know, we have been, uh, whatever, postmodern. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, for like uh, 50 years, let's say, with all of these changes that science has brought on, including like the pill, you know, where women right. don't get pregnant. Like things that yeah. we now take for granted that are pretty recent. It all kind of shifted around the 60s, which is really, you know, I mean, people were alive. A lot of people who are alive now were alive then. So it's like in the span of a lifetime. Uh, that all of this changed and our sex lives changed. And so here we are like dating online. and blah, But n nevertheless, we have like thousands of years, you know, of like our DNA being programmed to function a certain way. And yes, mm -hmm. you know, like the virile guy like gets the respect or gets the girls. And that's how it mm -hmm. was. You know, that's how it was in the jungle. Right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, even like with this, you know, you read like about uh, the wet market in Wuhan and uh, who knows if, if it came from live animals or if it came from a, a lab made hybrid virus or both or whatever. But the point is this whole like uh, uh, fetish for eating live wildlife for you know eating it freshly killed i mean wildlife in china is based a hundred percent on like these assumptions for virility you know right you, you yeah. drink the blood of a snake you're a stronger man you know you uh, right shark fin soup tiger yeah. claws all that stuff all Manta that Ray, stuff Gilles, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the same thing it's just like a more like shamanic uh, you know whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> old version of the same Yohimbi. kind <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so you mentioned the injections and the sleeves. So let's uh, kind of describe them in a little in detail first. So the injection uh, is like a little tiny, it's a tiny needle, right? Just to explain, right. it's a little bit like giving yourself a B12 or a diabetic shot or something. It's right. not like a big, yeah, scary needle. Yeah. Right. And, and what does, and that the shot goes straight into right. the penis, right? Right. And right. So like, like, like anything, the how first long does that work. last or you right. know, how much does that cost? Uh, right. Mm -hmm. 
the uh, usually like in most cases the you know bone pain high blood pressure etc your first resource recourse is the pill once you take the pill every guy will always say i'll take the pill unless they have heart issues when they where they can't take the pill mm-hmm. you know they're taking nitrates but most guys will always try viagra or, or cialis or levitra first mm-hmm. once that starts to fail then the other options are one of them now failure for for viagra um, let me remind you or, not, or let me tell you most guys will take viagra and it works great mm-hmm. a couple years later it's not working so good because like most people, they haven't changed their lifestyle. They're still whatever it might be eating too much red meat, drinking too much, not exercising enough, eating the wrong foods. And that also affects the blood flow because your arteries start to get calcified down in that area. Mm-hmm. So once a guy, the pills stops working, he ups the dose, just like anything else with blood pressure or, or, mm-hmm. or cholesterol, the pill stops working. Mm-hmm. So what the injection is, you know, they call them, um, uh, you know, it's, it's either a mixture of three or four medicines. They can be called either Trimix or a Quadmix. Trimix is what primarily people go with. What it is, it's an injection that, you know, in layman's terms, brings the, the medicine right to the source. You don't have to take it and wait for it to get absorbed by your body. It doesn't matter if you ate or drank before it. It's going to go right into your into your penis onto the side of it. Now, it's a small little needle, maybe like, you know, a quarter inch long and it's really thin. So it's not the kind of needle we all envision like in a movie. What it does is a patient will first go to his doctor and if they want to try that therapy, the doctor will give them a test dose first because they have to find out the right dose that's going to give the guy an erection because you don't want to get an erection for too long because that's called priapism. If you get an erection for oh, too yeah. long, <laughs> you're going to cause irreparable damage to your to the tissue in your penis. What happens is that when the blood flows into the penis and it doesn't come out, that blood sits there and then it, it uh, coagulates. It turns in, it turns almost into like rockish or stone, almost like a scab, because if the blood can't come back out of the penis, it starts to dry up because there's no blood flow in there. So if you have an erection for three or four hours, you know, or longer, you might have permanent damage. You have to go to the doctor and get an injection to bring it down. So that's why usually a doctor, when you're going to try the injections, will give you a little dose in his office. You sit around, wait for 30 minutes, and you're like, okay. I got 75% and then he'll up the dose. So now he knows what your dose is. And we're so talking about the, the urologist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Always for, if you're going to get an injection or an implant or even vacuum therapy, from that point, you've, you've graduated from an internist or a GP to a urologist because they know the urologist has mm-hmm. all the, all the, all the concoctions. And, and most insurances cover that. I feel most yes, insurance yes. plans. Yeah. Most insurance covers the, cover the injections, the vacuum therapy and, and, and the visit Medicare. Yeah. The penile implant is covered by Medicare. So That's most so of the guys cool. are, are Medicare, Medicare age that they can get that. All they have to do is if Viagra or something like that fails, boom, you can go right to the implant. Actually, the uh, the AUA, which is the American Urologic Association, mm-hmm. in their guidelines, they say after the pills fails, you can try any of the of the modalities, Available, the injection, right. mm-hmm. the vacuum, or the penile implant. Mm-hmm. 10, 20 years ago, doctors would tell the patients, oh, the penile implant is your very last resort. But now doctors uh, or urologists, they lay it out for most of their patients and say, look, these are your three options. Which one do you want to try? Mm-hmm. So now, the injection, once you find the right dosage yeah. for you, uh, yes. you do it uh, like a, f- a few minutes before, right? Yeah, like maybe you know thirty minutes to you know thirty minutes or so to an hour before the uh, before you're gonna have sex. The mm-hmm. in, the 
the the vials have to be refrigerated so that's mm-hmm. something a, a man has to keep in you know keep in the back of his mind he needs to be either in his house or somewhere refrigerated if he's going to travel with it that's something mm-hmm. he has to think about putting in dry ice in his in his luggage mm-hmm. so the injections and, have to be and uh, how long the, does it last it lasts usually you know enough for intercourse it's not something that stays in the system for hours it's something that probably lasts you know i would say you know, about in one to two hours, so the, pa- the patient could get a good erection, and eventually it starts to diminish. Right. Okay. And I feel that people like that option a lot because it's the least work. Like, they don't really have to, you know, they can just go to the doctor, you know, this, get the, the vials, keep them in the fridge, and, right. you know, go right back to their lifestyles. Like, it's right. the, the exactly. least, least amount of effort. Right. Now, the injections as well, um, the, I think the numbers, and I might be misquoting, but after like between four and six years, they stop working as well. Guys, um, because what happens with it's also a medication like a like a Viagra, you know, it, the potency gets less and less and less. You know, the doctor will always up the dose. You know, there's there's a little bit of scarring, like because uh, you're always right. sticking a little and needle then, in yeah, your penis. Yeah, you don't want to do it on the same spot. That's very important. Right. You got to go back and get, forth. Like, a little... Mm-hmm. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, it's like Peroni's. So yeah, you have yeah, yeah, you have a little bit of a, of a indentation, of a, so you mm-hmm. don't want to you know look like pockmarked. Right. <laughs> right. But so, the yeah. uh, but the injections work. You know, it's a medicine. It works. Yeah. And, and you know, some really, guys and it doesn't hurt. I mean, you know, you, it doesn't hurt. It right. sounds more painful than it is. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it does. It really doesn't hurt once you figure right. out the you know first two or three times. Right. I feel right. like, you know, it's such a tiny, tiny needle and, right. you know, plus like the desire right. should overcome that ickiness. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we hear stories like Weinstein was one of, of the, you know, of the most famous uh, stories right. that came out, you know, where like now that um, w- during the trial, you know, the, the women spoke of, of, of finding the, the needles in the bathroom and, you know, kind of like the scarring that had occurred. and I'm Oh, sure really? That, I did not know that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure that, you know, knowing uh, his pathology now, <laughs> he did yeah. not, you know, he was not moderate. I mean, who knows? You know, the man definitely did, did not have a sense of moderation at all, so. Right, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. By, by, and you can tell by, by his look and weight, he probably did have erectile dysfunction at his age, oh, yeah, being for so sure. obese, for sure. you know, he didn't take care of himself, he probably has not just that, but diabetes, cholesterol problems, yes, heart problems, he does. you know. he does, yeah, they talked about yeah. all of that, and yet, oh, you know, right. it's like the will, you know, the willpower, so, you know, it's important also to remember, I feel, you know, for all of us, women and men, that, like, we should not drive our bodies as if they were our slaves right right you know Mm -hmm. as if they were like beasts right we are our bodies so you don't want to get to a place of such disconnect with yourself that you forget that your body is you and you Mm -hmm. know you're like living completely from your head because then you kind of like uh you know uh, feel contempt for your body And you treat it as if, you know, it's not up to your standards and you punish it and that's self-hate. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you overdo any of, of these things because in your mind you have a standard of, mm-hmm. fun- you know, physical functionality that your body is not up to. And, you know, instead of kind of like loving your body the way it is and mm-hmm. working with it, you kind of like attack it and... Uh, and, and hurt it, it's going right. to backfire, no matter what right. you do. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's good to kind of like, you know, do it all from a place of like, 
improving your happiness instead of like uh, you know many right. mania you don't want to be manic about it right. <laughs> and unfortunately it's usually the people that are the least healthy that do that stuff you know if yeah. you take care of your body and eat right and exercise you don't have to be crazy but the healthier you are the better chance you are of not getting erectile dysfunction yeah, you won't or... get it because you get older if you can be a vegan 70 year old that runs 10 miles a day and lifts weights your erections are not going to be the same as they were when you were 20, but right. you will yeah. still get erections as opposed yeah. to, you know, drinking too much and partying too much and eating too much red meat, et cetera. It's yeah. going to come earlier in life than later. Yeah. Uh, we'll all get it. All men will get erectile dysfunction yeah. just with age. Yeah. You know, or no, if, if not with age at different periods, you know, I've right. definitely mm-hmm. known, I've heard, you know, I have friends who, you know, went through a painful, really difficult, unexpected or acrimonious divorce and right after had either the dysfunction during which mm-hmm. like they just, it, it all stopped because there was such a loss, you know, they thought they had a life and, and a situation and it was... All, yeah, they were sad and depressed. Right, it all was gone from under them and their life mm-hmm. totally was changed right. and they really wanted to be just the same mm-hmm. they were before and they weren't ready. They weren't mm-hmm. ready. It's a process and sometimes right. it takes a year or two and you got to read, you know, find who you are now, next mm-hmm. time, in your next step. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've also known of, of guys in the same thing, shocked by an unexpected betrayal. You know, usually like the wife has an affair and leaves them when they had no idea this was going to happen. And then they went the other direction and they had the, the preapic, uh, you know, symptom symptomology. So like they would get hard and nothing, you know, nothing would happen. They could not get down. And, right. mm-hmm. and yes, it was painful. You know, they would like try to stand on their head <laughs> anything to get right. the, the blood down but in the mm-hmm. end you know needed to go to the doctor so yeah it's like mm-hmm. the body does stuff that's not permanent by any means it's mm-hmm. just kind of like reactions to trauma or you know how we process change so mm-hmm. you know we gotta be more accepting of that okay so that's the shots let's talk a little bit mm-hmm. about the sleeves and how they yeah. work which i think they are you know uh, are they covered by insurance too or do you have to yes yes some insurance cover them uh and there's actually the machine it's called a ved vacuum erection device so mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the urology world the medical world they're called veds what they are if you can imagine like a like a maybe like a liter sleeve a cylinder like a water that has the bottom cut out and on top there's either a hand pump or a little electric pump where you put it over your penis now you have to put a bit of lube there to keep it airtight and when you put it over your penis it starts to suck like a vacuum it starts to suck in and as it sucks in what it's doing it's stretching out your penis and while it's stretching out your penis it's also sucking blood into the penis so when your penis gets erect enough at the bottom of the cylinder there's a little rubber ring that as you pull off the cylinder from your penis when it's erect enough, that rubber ring clamps around it to keep mm. the blood in the penis without it draining out. Now, this always works because it's mechanical. Some men complain of painful erection because you have this ring around your base of your penis that you know when you ejaculate, it's also not only going around your penis, it's also crushing your urethra. So it's a, it hurts a little painful erection, um, not erection, painful ejaculation or discomforting ejaculation. Women like it because it's erect a lot, but the complaint from the women's side sometimes is that the, 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 the penis, since it's got no circulation, it's not the same temperature as the man's body after a little bit, you know, like a degree or two cold, 
cooler. Cool, yeah, and you're yeah, used it cools to it a little being bit. warmer. And yeah, so warm and hot. Less warm than average right. than the rest. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's a little mood breaking, some gentlemen say, because you're like, hey, darling, wait, I got to go and do this real quick. And it's a little, you know, you got to do your thing and it kind of breaks the mood and you got to get back into the mood. Oh, but whatever. they're very effective. And they're very effective, and you know they're cost effective. You know exactly. It's, it's they're a, super affordable, mm, and right. I don't think it makes any difference to the mood. You know, whatever. You right. Can, yeah. Like, go, if you're used to it, if you have a loving wife and you guys are the same, but if you're on a date with a girl, or you know, yeah, if you're trying scenario. to impress someone whom you yeah. don't know, it's very different. Yeah, but if right. you are in a relationship of any kind, yeah. Right. Sounds so cool. yeah, and then and yeah, then so, we're and going to the penile implants. So that's more a little more. Uh, Invasive, yeah. right? So yeah, so that's an outpatient procedure. It's like a one-hour surgery that in America you always will always have it done by a urologist, and of that, maybe like ten percent of urologists do these procedures. So the implant, if you if you want to know how it works better, because when I explain it, um, even to my friends, when you show them the animation, they're like, "Oh, that's how it works." If you go to uh, the Boston Scientific website, it's ebcure.org. And on the website, it says treatment options. And then when you get the treatment options, if you go to the penile implant, there it'll say AMS. And when you click on that, there'll be a, di- a little diagram and a little animation of how it works. And it'll also have a live person doing it. The, the good thing about this implant is, other than the surgery, is that it's um, inflatable. So it's all internal. So you have a, two cylinders in your penis. You have a little pump that goes into your scrotum, which is where your testicles are. And then there's a little reservoir of saline that gets put in by your bladder. So it's all internal, nobody's seeing it. So when the guy wants to have an erection, he squeezes the pump, which is would be, let's call it his third testicle. It's in there with his testicles. When he squeezes it, every time he squeezes it, more and more fluid goes into the implant. And the implant gets wider and longer. We have two implants, one that get, just gets only wider and one that gets wider and longer. So the guy pumps it up as much as he can, and it's going to get very, very erect every time he does it because it's mechanical. So he can be sleeping, tired, hungry, had a big meal. It will work. And it's very satisfactory because it stays erect until you want it to go down. On the pump itself, there's a little deflate button. So if you're with your partner and you get super excited and you have an orgasm within like a minute or two, it doesn't matter. It will stay erect until you or she or he wants it to go down so you can have sex as long as you want so you know obviously most guys are going to earn their 60s and 50s even 40s but hey you want to have sex after you want to make your woman have an orgasm like you mentioned it'll happen because you can be asleep and she can she can be there all day if you want to you know um it's uh it's very good in that issue where you don't have to worry about lasting longer and when you're done, you push the bun, and then the pressure that's in the penis deflates and pushes the fluid back into the reservoir of saline. Now, these, although it might be the more invasive, the satisfaction rates are in like 95 and 96% from the studies that our company have done for the men and the women. Now, it's and a what's mechanical the life, device. How, what's the exactly, life I was going to get to that. Mm-hmm. 75 to 80% of the implants are working up to 10 years. Now. Wow. Most guys that get these and when they stop working, you know, it's mechanical. Sometimes mainly the cylinders uh, will rupture from use. So I've changed them, not I, but I've been in surgeries where we've changed them out for people that have had them for like 22 years. And 
sometimes only two years. It depends on either how rough your sex is, how, how frequent your sex is, or maybe, you know, it's just, you know, it didn't work that well as far as working 10, 15 yeah, years. Sometimes but every guy that has it mm-hmm. is so happy with its results and how good sex they were having and how they were pleasing their partner. They go right back and get another one because yeah, it's an outpatient procedure. Yes, you will be sore for two or three days in your genital area and you'll have to put ice. But just like any surgery, you know, that's outpatient, you know, if you got a, you know, a boob job, nose job, you know, penis job, you will be able to be functioning and be back to work within three to four days and wobbling around a little bit, maybe. But the implant you won't use after surgery for like four weeks because you have to let everything heal. But most of these guys have not had an erection for like three, four, five years. They don't mind waiting the one month or so to activate their implant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I think that, um, you know, it's much more functional. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my opinion, you know, there is so much cosmetic surgery out there that I personally like for for Mm -hmm. moral or political reasons disagree because we do it exclusively for like the other. So like we objectify ourselves, like you mentioned, like whatever Mm -hmm. the boob surgery or, you know, the nose surgery. Well, I mean, really, that doesn't serve much in yeah, real life. Right. You know, we, yeah. you take a break from life, you spend the money, you hurt yourself, mm-hmm. you get a scar, and then whatever, you know, you uh, you think that you're more attractive, but it's not such a... But this is something that actually changes the quality of your life, like the functionality, right. you know, the how you live your life. It's like having knee surgery, where before you no, could, you know, you couldn't hike, and now you can. It's like everything something, yeah. right? It's something that is a real, uh, you know, active yeah. improvement. Right. And no, and for interpersonal relationships, as a man, when I got into this business, I'm like, oh, can't get it up? can't get it down no big deal but if i'm married to somebody or i have a lifelong partner after 30 years i start getting ed i take viagra it works now it doesn't it's not working so well so now when we go to have intercourse we get embarrassed i get embarrassed i can't get an erection my partner she doesn't think i love her anymore she doesn't think i think she's beautiful now if we're out walking around the streets and she wants to hold my hand maybe i pull back because what if she holds my hands and we end up somehow having sex i don't want to be in that uncomfortable situation so I've talked to a lot of couples that get these implants and they're super happy with it because they can have sex when they want. Now, some of these couples, if not most of these people in their 60s and 70s are having sex five times a year. But the fact that they know they can have sex, if she wakes up in the morning and kisses him and says it's a beautiful day, he'll kiss her back and say, yes, it is a beautiful day, darling, instead of pulling back because what if they end up having sex? Exactly. They'll be okay. Exactly. If the movie, she wants to lean on his shoulder. If they want to hold right. hands in the park it's or very dance important. together. Yes, yes, it yes. It definitely saves yes. a lot of relationships when there's erectile dysfunction in yes. the relationship. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. That it kind right. of like, you know, enhances the intimacy all day long. Right. Because you and know the friendliness. That, he's more friendly. He's not. He's not yes, grumpy. Like, yes, oh my god, and you know yes. that can cause all kinds of problems. Exactly. It can. You know, like insecurity. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. doesn't have the kind of like deep seated insecurity where he feels like mm-hmm. actually, you know, she doesn't. Right. You know, I don't want to be that intimate. I don't want to be right. that close. I don't want to be put right, in the exactly. spot. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah, in in I think countless ways it's right. it's super useful. Right. Um, and it takes and people like fifteen not, seconds. Wow. It take I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, people should not, you know, mm-hmm. give up on something mm-hmm. that's so fundamental right. and, and common, you know, like when, to me when I say speak sex, 
uh, it's not about you know sex per se it's about mm -hmm. life you know it's like speak, right. speak the truth you know i mean right. like the few things we all do in common uh are really the things that have to do with the body right so right. Mm -hmm. you know having sex and having that connection is so fundamental to mm -hmm. uh, a happy right. life yeah yeah and like I was saying, one of the one of the highlights of the implant is it takes like 15 seconds to go from empty to erect. Mm -hmm. So you don't break the mood. You can have sex when you want it. It's spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And if and you that know, saline if and that saline like doesn't need yes. to be replenished. Yeah, no, it's saline. Usually, when the, if the implant damages, the saline leaks out. And you know, it's saline. Your body it has saline Absor in it. So it's not it's not toxic. It. Yeah. It's absorbed yeah. by the body. Yeah. It's not yeah. toxic. It's yeah. just. Yeah. It's just ruptures, and all of a sudden, the guy will pump it up and be like, hey, it's not so hard. And within usually a couple of weeks, he's like, oh, my God, it won't go up anymore. So they can go see their doctor, their right. urologist, and they um, they can go and you know schedule a, a procedure. Right. Now, um, if somebody was interested in, in any of these um, implants or, or, um, or, you know, or injection or, or anything, they should definitely see a urologist. Yes. If they're interested in the implant, if a doctor does these implants, he also treats does the injections and everything. But on that website that I gave, there is a, List a zip of doctors, code. Yeah. Yeah. Find a yeah, specialist. You, you can put find in your zip someone code. in your area. Yeah. Right. You can find somebody in your area. And that once again yeah. is edcure.org. Yeah. Part of this is also about the woman kind of being accepting and being uh, turned on by it and showing a uh, desire for it. And, you know, not, not, seeing it as anything other than you know natural so it's like you yes, know it's no, part of the body and not you know mm -hmm. not feeling that oh you know wait wait that's not right. what uh, it should be it's not normal it's not real all that bullshit that's you know in our head um that doesn't serve us we should like completely mm -hmm. get rid of um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because I feel that a lot of it is how we see it, how the partner, right. how the woman, you know, sees it. So if the woman encourages it, if the woman says, honey, I just heard this, you know, like I want you to look into it, that makes the world of difference. Um, and, no, for sure. And, and, also, and also, like if you find yourself with a guy who has this or is thinking of using it, just like push him, push him, push him, make it feel totally normal, you know. Right. I feel like a lot of couples come important. together. Yeah. For these, for to the doctors, you know, with the with the, they come in with their boyfriend or the wife or their girlfriend, yeah, and it's it's a it's a team thing. They're both very interested to it. Um, so many men kind of like get you know out of use. You know, they get out of habit. They kind of like you know give up or. Um, you know, it's like, the, you know, the, the proverbial, like, 40-year-old virgin. How did you get to be that? Well, because it just you kind of, like, start thinking of yourself that way. Um, right. You know, so something could begin as a very temporary, um, you know, psychosomatic uh, experience uh, caused by all kinds of stuff and everybody's, right. you know, psychosomatic uh, expression differs. You know, it's like you could get uh, overwhelmed by a change in your life and break out in hives. So, and that's something visible. You see it and it mm -hmm. has nothing to do with anything. It, it's just, you're, you know, you're under stress. The same thing can happen with your, like, sex life. You could just, like, stop, you know, being uh, functional the way you thought you would be, you were functional. It can happen to women, you know, where they... Oh. 
they can't you, you know they the the vagina like will not uh, they contract and you know mm-hmm. they they cannot relax those muscles and it's just a psychosomatic stress response so yes you know there is of course the option of like talking to people which takes a lot of time, you know, mm-hmm. the whatever, you know, talk therapy and all that. There's also the option of like doing Tantra and breathing and, you know, incorporating right. all of that. <clears throat> but I, I feel that the most important thing is to just like be done with the stigma. Okay, wonderful. So I think that we covered, I mean, my, all of my questions have been answered and I, you know, and I had a lot, like I knew very little and now I, I feel fully versed. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Victor. And no problem. Yeah. Thank you to everyone out there sure. who is listening. Um, uh, we will be back next week. And Perfect. Until then, speak sex. If I could make love incessantly, I would be God. <laughs>